Hi, you are listening to Creatrix Culture. I am your host, Sarah Wolf, and today we are with the beautiful Alice Kalsa. She is part of our Joshua Tree tribe, which mm. if you've been following the show, you have met so many beautiful souls. <laughs> she is another one. I have can't wait to have you on here. So I'm so excited that we've gotten to carve out a time to do this. She just moved from Joshua Tree to Austin. So I had to give her some time to to settle before before mm-hmm. we jumped in here. Alice is a woman's coach. So the focus of our show today is she's going to take me through a session to show you what a coaching session looks like, which I think is so amazing because I've actually never had a official coaching session with anyone. So this is going to be really fun for everyone watching and listening. And for me, mm-hmm. who's never experienced a session. And so we wanted to highlight her gifts and her talent and her area of expertise and her calling to this earth of really helping women through different areas of their life. One of the main five things that she does work on, and I'm guessing you venture through different realms beyond these, but kind of just the PowerPoints are empowerment, holistic wellness, conscious relationships, motherhood, and dream actualization. So those are her main five focuses where she starts with you. And she's also a kundalini yoga instructor, which I love. I've been getting so much more into kundalini the past couple of years. Amazing. A really beautiful calling. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Sarah. I'm really, really happy to be here. I'm I'm honored to be with my birthday twin. Yes. Oh, I was going to lead with that too. We Ah. are both January 16th babies. Mm Mm-hmm. And so what this I is think, a perfect birthday present Yeah, <laughs> for me. And thank you for having me. Yes, we're going to be launching this or airing this on our birthdays. So that's how I was like, can you do it right before our birthday? Can we record so I can Yay. put it up to celebrate us on our beautiful January 16th day? I love it. Yeah, which I think is really beautiful about the connection that has happened between us is over the time that I've met Alice and her husband, Hargo, we didn't we didn't really find a lot of time in the beginning to fully mm-hmm. connect at different events and gatherings and stuff it just and i felt like i i established a relationship with hargo first mm-hmm. and then then we found our way together but what also i wanted to share with this on the show because it's really beautiful is your son before mm-hmm. he was born started communicating with me wow. and I thought it was really interesting because I'm like, these are new people to my life. And I didn't know either one of you that deeply. And then Arjun like shows up in a dream before he's born and he shows up as a two-year-old and it's just us three in the dream. And it, we were in Northern, Northeastern Arizona at an Airbnb And the trees were super tall and we were in this cabin. There was like a bunch of us, but just for some reason, you, Hargo, Arjan and myself were outside playing on a, um, it was just one lawn chair and we were playing and he was just this bright, shiny starseed soul that was just laughing and giggling. (sighs) And then all of a sudden I was like, I got to get on a plane. I got to go somewhere apparently. And then I left. And then cut to when we were at Anawa 
you guys came up for that little bit part wow. of that day. Yeah. That morning, I was walking down the path by myself to go get breakfast. And I'm looking up and the trees were really <laughs> tall. And I was like, oh, and Arjun came really like came through really strong that morning. And I was like, that's interesting because this looks like my dream that I had before you were born. Like I was talking to him. And then I didn't know you guys were coming there that day. Oh my gosh. And then, wow. then I hear later that you guys are probably going to come, but then I, it was either you or Hargos was telling me that I weren't, didn't you maybe not want to go? Someone didn't want to go. I don't and, know. But Arjun, but I think it was, I think you didn't, you were kind of apprehensive. And then I think Hargo said Arjun wanted to go. Yeah. And I was like, he did because he told me that morning. <laughs> While I was walking to breakfast yeah. and I was being flashed back to being in the woods with tall trees. And wow. then you guys showed up later. I mean, wow. he was a little baby. He wasn't two years old yeah, at that point, he, but he was, yeah, that's so wild, Sarah. Yeah. So wow. it's like this beautiful thing that I'm like, mm -hmm. this is really interesting that it's like, I feel like you're the spirit of your son has connected me deeper with mm -hmm. you guys for a purpose that I think we're continuing to unfold right wow that's really so powerful amazing. it's yeah. really powerful I remember that day yeah I think we were a little because he was little like he was like yeah not even two months and we had maybe traveled a little bit once but yeah I remember that day we were like we don't know because it was in Big Bear we're in Joshua Tree and we felt his spirit was like I need to be there we're like, all right, little dude, we're going. <laughs> yeah, but we went yeah. really because of him. Yeah, that's that's yeah. so cool, Sarah. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> and so just immaculate and mysterious how it all connects. And I love right. that we don't even know. We that just more know. will be revealed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he's a powerful little spirit, that one. I he can see really why he is. wanted to go sit with the shamans, the indigenous <laughs> people from all yeah. over the world. He's like, my spirit needs to check in with my people. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I need to let yep. them know I made it. I landed yeah. on earth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, y'all. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. He's ready. So, I love yeah. it. Well, thank you so much for hosting today, for having me. And I'm excited to see where this session, you know, it feels like what's opening in this space right now is really embracing the mystery of not knowing where things are going to go. Mm -hmm. And I'm hearing what a gift for both, both you and I in our relationship, because being January 16th and being Capricorn, knowing where, for, for me, I'll speak for myself, knowing where I'm going to go is really reassuring. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 So being in that suspension of the mystery mm -hmm. is um, to do that with you. Yeah. Is, is a real gift. Cause you know, what I'm finding out is the not knowing and allowing spirit to unfold yeah. becomes a lot more magical and exciting than the control of trying to, you know, force it in a direction. It's like, that's just so limiting to so limiting. the possibilities, right? Yes. That sometimes yes. our little monkey mind can't even like find because right. it only knows what it knows. It knows what it knows, right? And mm -hmm. it can actually like reject or push things out that aren't familiar, but to be in a space, especially when there's so much capability and direction and determination that I'm, I'm saying like to you that I see in you to be in mm -hmm. a space of like, I'm available, I'm open. 
it's really, um, it's a powerful, fertile, fertile ground. Yeah, it really is. Mm -hmm. So thank you for saying yes, for us to just like jump off the high dive today and not know together. (laughs) I know. I love it. We didn't, we, we really just kind of loosely, like we're going to do a coaching session. We felt Mm -hmm. really called that that was what was going to come through for today. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to, yeah, we're just going to let, let go and let God, right? (laughs) I love it. Let go and let God. Yeah. Yeah. And with, with that, we, um, maybe I'll offer just a little context, a little framework and, if it's okay with you, we'll, um, we'll just anchor in with prayer okay. and yeah. see what's alive for you today. Yeah. Um, see what wants to come forth and then what comes forth, then we'll move in that direction. Beautiful. Okay, great. Right. <clears throat> so um, I started coaching full-time about, I would say this is my sixth year mm. and it's, it's my heart. It, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it's going to take a sec. <sighs> There's so much that's like <sighs> wanting to come through. So I'm just like, okay, let's just ground for a sec. Yeah. Um, I got sober 13 years ago and part of the journey of being a sober woman was the privilege of working with other women and getting to walk them through the steps. Mm-hmm. And, um, Yeah, I just saw a um, a really close friend that um, just turned, uh, she just celebrated her sober birthday. And to see her life, where it is, what's happened, you know, she um, was just engaged and, but the engagement is beautiful, but to see the inner light of herself come on, to see her embrace challenging, painful, shadow, traumatic aspects of self and also simultaneously embrace her gifts, her medicine, her light, her aptitude, her ability, and to watch an individual meet at the intersection mm-hmm. of coming to terms with, with life being life and us having karma and healing that and reconciling that and being a spiritual being, having a human experience mm-hmm. coupled with um, the activation of their gifts and their talents. and watching a woman bloom into herself I I just I think it's the most exquisite thing I've ever experienced just to witness it you know just to witness it is is uh it's a gift to witness healing it brings tears to my eyes because um you know uh there's just to me nothing more beautiful and I think that um there's there's a saying in 12 step that when two or more gather Right. And I think it's actually from the Bible. I don't think it's, it was, you know, <laughs> borrowed, right. yeah. borrowed, but when two or more gather, the power of the spirit that moves through, through all of us and through all things makes all things possible. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of two or more, because when, when we introduce that, we introduce the idea of community. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm such a believer that healing happens in community. It happens in togetherness. And we've experienced that. We, we I mean. really have. We, we really, really have. have. I mean, yeah. I was just reflecting on that last night of like how my life has transformed just being brought into this community over the last, I'm three years sober, January 1st. 
And congratulations. See, you just celebrated. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. And how much my life has changed. And then just being around, you know, our community in the different aspects that like, you know, being that Aman Santos are coaches and you're a coach and being around these people, like I said, I haven't had a full session, but just being in the community and the healing and the gifts that everyone's just brought to the the conversations and just in witnessing the way everyone moves and speaks and the, right. you know what I mean? The topics that are, ha- just, it, it, it shifted me so drastically that my life went in a completely different direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I really hear what you're saying is like the community being among um, like-minded beings and frequency, uh, our soul family or tribe, loved ones, however it is you want to frame it, has, it's the medicine is so potent that it actually locks us into the path of our destiny. Mm -hmm. And it's, it is a destiny activator. And that is, I mean, if we, if we look at like just the, you know, the, the eternal landscape, right. To, for, for a lifetime to be, get plugged in and activated into your destiny and into your purpose and like your soul's mission. I, I mean, what could be a better gift? Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just, it's, there's really not words, you know, and I know that we can all feel the resonance of the heart when we're mm-hmm. together and, mm-hmm. And so I love so much in your dream and then in our union around the not knowing, because it's like, what's possible, you know, it's, yeah, it's infinite. It really is. It really is. And the healing that becomes available when we start aligning with our path. And then we also start really acknowledging, oh, I am having, I had some trauma in my life, or I've been navigating really gnarly addiction, or I've, Mm -hmm. and the I being the royal I, right? Like, or and uh, there's been some areas I'm really frozen or isolated mm-hmm. or disconnected from source or places I don't trust. And what I love about our community, what I love about the work I've had the great privilege to experience and then get to share is I believe when we go right into those places, those places are what emancipate us. Those places are what, before we even get to emancipate when we have the courage to illuminate with tenderness and vulnerability, those spaces and places, the very things that we've tried to hide or shut off or cast away are the things that actually connect us more to our own self, our own humanity, and in turn to each other. Mm-hmm. And then we do that with each other. And then we learn how to do it on a group level. And then we learn how to do it on a societal level. Right. And so this, this idea around transformational community not only do I not believe in spiritual bypassing, I believe that we go right to it. Like, let's go right to it because mm-hmm. this is this is the most potent raw material and simultaneously not getting stuck and lost either. Right. Is equally important. Right. So can we stand and bear witness to the deepest, darkest, ugliest spaces that we've rejected in ourselves? Mm-hmm. And just meet them with tenderness or not. If we're not even at tenderness, can we just meet them with like, I see you. Right. And I'm just not going to run. I'm not going to go anywhere for a bit. Acknowledgement. Yeah. Acknowledgement mm-hmm. coupled with, I am an unlimited, powerful creator. I am a creatrix, an unlimited, powerful creatrix. And I came here to play. Like I came here to live fully lit the F up. Yep. 
the like, that is my obsession and fascination my whole life long is like the intersection and the integration mm-hmm. of living from that space of humanity. So it's just, and to get to do it on a community level and, you know, what, I mean, we're the luckiest people on earth. <laughs> I mean, we really are. We, we really, really are. are. Yeah. And it's an open invitation, you know, it really it like it everyone. I mean, it's the, the way the group has expanded and, and reached out over the years. It's, yeah. it's fascinating. fascinating through a time where they're like, you guys don't get to get together. And we're like, yeah, watch us. We're like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the, okay. this is the time we need to get together. This you is know? the time we need each other the most, the most. When, you're, when you're saying we need to. Yeah. Yeah. The answer is not isolation. No. And I've really found that. Like I thought I was like a lonery intro. Well, I'm introvert extrovert. Cause I love to entertain, but what I really realized is I was just, I needed my, I need my alone time, yeah. but I don't want to be alone. Yes. Right. Absolutely. But I need that recharge. I need to be absolutely. in my like little pod at times. But I also, I really saw through all of this, how much I really need community. And I don't want to do it alone anymore. When I moved to LA, when I was 20, I was just like, I don't need anyone. I'm just going to do it all by myself. And being a Capricorn too, it's like, if it's not getting done, I'm just going to do it. Right. Like we got to get it done. Let's go. We're moving. You know, let's go. Yeah. And yeah, no, now I'm really seeing like, no, I, I, I crave community. I didn't realize like my apartment building that I live in is amazing. And our, my street, um, Bryn actually used to live on my street. Oh yeah. And Kyle, yeah. It's like I an enchanted area of LA. Yeah. yeah. But we're, we're all friends, the community that That's we sweet. built here. So even when I've financially struggled and didn't know how I was going to pay rent after my divorce and stuff, I was like, for mine and Maylie's sake, I was like, I'm not leaving. I'm like, I have people watching out for me. We have a community. You don't get that everywhere because we've gone so far away from that. It used to be like that, right? Right. My brother used to live in, um, in Virginia outside of DC and in Leesburg and it was fine. You know, they had a beautiful house and lots of land, but in their neighborhood, they have three boys. The oldest one is 12. And then just there's, they go younger. And then he has a stepdaughter. She's going to be 18, I believe, but they didn't have any friends in their neighborhood. So the kids would just sit and play their video games and just play, like, thank God they had each other and play with each other and run around. But they were just kind of like bored and sat, you know, and just sat inside a lot more. They moved to Bernie, Texas, which is, Mm -hmm. uh, northwest of san antonio about a half hour and you were there right i was just there and in there where they moved to is a new development with all these children and now they're never home and they're just outside playing and they found their community and the way that they have shifted and have grown and just they don't want to be like yeah they play their games now but they don't want to be just inside they you know, the minute it got nice out during Christmas, like they were gone for an entire day, That's you know, best. cause yeah, they're like, screw making Christmas cookies. Like yeah. our friends are out, like it's nice out again. We, you know, so it's just show, it's just really showing of like, yeah, community is so important to our species. How important. And you bring up such a great point too, about play. Mm-hmm. Play is a play and, and 
how essential that is and and just the beauty of of your nephews running around outside hanging with other kids you know and that that's the medicine mm-hmm. the togetherness mm-hmm. and the play and joy and wonder mm-hmm. and that's that, what that's I feel our... like we all do when we get together right it's Absolutely. just play like people come bring their gifts and we just play and laugh yeah. and just be and you know not take it all so seriously like I love playing I'm like who wants to come over and play crystals and and tarot cards with me like you know yes I'm like just come play with me just play with me and the idea of even playing the bowl was like it is like that the playfulness that's so yeah and even this is play because it's like we like I was saying before we got on here this is such a open platform that's why I love it it has no rules it's my Mm -hmm. show we can do whatever we want no one's I love doing whatever I want (laughs) yeah like you can say what you want you can talk about you want there's no censorship there's no there's no parameters we get to just play and it's like Mm -hmm. such a that's why I really I've kept it going and I love doing it because it's just like we gotta just like be yes reform right and flowing and it's just such brings such joy to my heart. Like as much as I can get really like depressive and I came into this world with a lot of that, like lower energy, my spirit, it's like, I'm my own like yin yang because I just actually really just want, don't want things to be serious and want to make everything light and playful. But yet this undertone being like, I've worked a lot through the dark, a lot of darkness, a a lot of it, I think wasn't even mine. And then a lot of it was mine, but I'm like, gosh, like I really came, I don't like to say anymore that I came into this world broken. I used to think that when I was younger, but I've like switched that, that phrasing. Right. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm alchemizing and moving through like ancestral and mine and who knows what and the karmas. But at the end of the day, I just want to have fun and laugh and yeah. play and be stupid. I love being stupid. <laughs> it's the like best. the stupid, like the stupider I can be is like brings joy to my heart, you know? Yeah. 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 I love that. But then I sometimes we're that. just so forced into boxes where we forget about that. Yeah. I was at um Agape and I don't mm-hmm. go to Agape much. I've I've been like twice, two or th- three times maybe. It's too kind mm-hmm. of churchy structure for me, but I went on 11-11 one year and the one message that I took from being there is Michael Beckwith. He said, once an adult, twice a child. Mm -hmm. So you start as a child, then you naturally get pushed into being an adult. And through that adultness, you need to find your way back to a child. That is so beautiful. And I was like, that's why I'm here today was for that (laughs) beautiful. And I use that a lot. I think about that a lot. That is so beautiful. Yeah. Wow. That's it. And it feels like even in this moment, in this conversation where we're being led is this really beautiful, um, maybe intention around innocence mm-hmm. and play and joy. And, um, that, that just really brings tears to my eyes, you know, once an adult and twice a child and, um, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, similar with you, I, uh, I read Osho's book, Freedom, many years ago, and in this um, one aspect in particular stuck with me, what, what he spoke to and what I really hear you, you speaking to around um, when we um, first get here, a lot of people on earth, he talks about love being camels, and the camels love to say yes and make everybody happy, 
and they put all everything on their back, right? The karmas, the stuff, the family trauma, the ancestral, you know, all the things. And we carry it around on our back. We smile through it all. And he's like, if you're really, really lucky, you in this life get to move from being a camel to being a lion. And a lion loves to say no. <laughs> and he's like, a lion loves to roar. And um, lions are artists and rebels and revolutionaries. And I really hear you moving to LA was like your invocation into becoming a lion or a lioness, right? And saying yeah. no. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, but then only a certain few, the really, really lucky ones get to go from being a lion to becoming a child. Mm. And they get to remember that they can say no. They do get to have boundaries. They get to be super effing fierce and powerful and know themselves and live their purpose, but they get to do it with joy. I love love that. that. I love that too. I I really loved Osho. I really Mm -hmm. loved, I read Courage. I think that's the only- that's a good one too. Okay. Yeah. And what were you saying about that? Sorry. Oh, just that, you know, he got a lot of slack for different stuff, but I really love his work and his work yeah. does ring true. And it really does. It really does, you know, it really does. because wild, wild country was a wicked, uh, I think it's on Netflix, right? Like yeah. docu, docu-series yeah. like, wow. Yes. But yes. it's funny with that because he was just kind of sitting back a lot of the times. So he was just kind of yeah. like letting it unfold, you know, but he was, he was a master and he has a lot of great stuff. And really I does. think that's with a lot of teachers, you know, they come yeah. everyone, you know, most people that are here that are humans, like we all have shit, right? We're all working through something. I don't know why if, we're here. Part of why yeah. we're here. Yeah. You know, I mean, we don't really know the story of Jesus, right? He could have walked yeah. through some shit that we don't know about <laughs> that, like, right? In his Pretty like pop. certain informative years that he was de- bad or, or not. I mean, I don't know. We, but mm-hmm. I really believe that most of us that come to earth, even if you're a higher level being, you still you're in a human body. You're still yes. working with those polarities and you, your soul came here to figure some shit out. Right. Really good. Yeah. I totally agree with that. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we need to do like five episodes. There's so much. I to think that. so too. <laughs> we can, we can do okay. a mini series if you Let's want. Let's do a mini series. Let's do year. a mini series. Let's do it. I love it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Awesome. So for today, how do you feel okay if we move into prayer and then move into the see what's alive for you and we'll move into the session? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay. And I also just want to hang out and chat all day too. I know. <laughs> okay. More uh, to be continued. But yeah. That's yeah. wonderful. So sir, thank you for creating this time with Creatrix Culture. Thank you for creating a haven and a sanctuary and a playground of consciousness free movement, joy, expression, deep healing, remembering. And today is all about you. It is an offering to you and for you. And we thank you, Mother, Father, God. We thank you, Mama, below us, loving us, letting us on a daily basis eat from your body, live from your air, from your waters, from your fire. Thank you. Our body is your body and your body is our body. Beloved Celestial Father, 
Thank you for infinite expansion and illumination and possibility. Thank you for the light. Thank you for the remembrance of our eternal nature. And thank you for this marriage and this love affair between this union that flows within us and around us at all times. We tap into that divine celestial earthly frequencies that make love to each other in every moment. And we remember that this is the love that we were made in. And in this love, we call forth Sarah's guides, all of her guides, her supporters, her protectors, her ancestors, her totem, her animal and elemental friends and beings. And we surround her in joy and playfulness and innocence and remembrance and laughter and in love. And we ask that today's work be held in this, oh, what is this? It's this just miracle frequency of your ecstatic motion, great spirit. There feels so much joy and playfulness in this space. All parts of Sarah are welcome, loved, seen, supported, accepted. And we ask for the highest illumination of this time. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you, guides, angels, ancestors, supporters, protectors that are here with Sarah. Please, it is you who doeth the work. Please work through us today. And we thank you for bringing Sarah here to this time and space now. Thank you for the gift of her life, of her intelligence, of her heart. For all of this and so much more, we say thank you. This space is open. We are grateful. And so it is. It is you who doeth the work, God. Help us to listen. And so Sarah, take a big deep breath in. And squeeze your mullet bond, your root. Oh, there's a squirrel right here. Mm -hmm. Squeeze your Playful. root. Mm -hmm. Your friends are here. Exhale. <laughs> Hi, friend. Inhale. Squirrels really know how to play. They really do. They really do. know how to play. Mm -hmm. Exhale. Hey, sister. So there's so many places and spaces we can go. And I invite you to keep your hands on your heart or place them on your heart again, if that feels good or anywhere in your body that they've desired to be. Even if it's your yoni or anywhere, <laughs> your breasts, your brain, wherever those hands want to go. And then just feel yourself. <clears throat> and move into the deep quiet of yourself and ask what's alive for me today maybe it's a story maybe it's a an experience a memory but just go there maybe it's a part that wants to be seen that wants to have a voice a fear that's outdated and desires to come up and out. It could be a dream that's quaking and really wants to be seen. Just go there and see what's alive and present for you. Whatever it is, um, there's the first thing is normally right. So just the first thing is right. You can trust it and would love to hear from you and you're ready. 
So the first word that came up, and I'm going to go with it because it's something I've been walking through all year, and it felt like it really wanted to be visited in another angle container space, um, is personal value. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. It's a big one. It's a really big one. Okay. Thank you. So we honor you, personal value, that is here in the space today. And this is your space to take up all the space. This is your time. (laughs) So can you talk to us more about personal value? Yeah. So when you, it it came up that that's what wanted to come through, especially when you were talking about the woman that you were coaching and, and her evolution, um, and going in the dark and then, you know, growth and expansion, especially through sobriety. So I, this earlier this year was in the middle of creating an abundance course Mm -hmm. through the abundance course. All of a sudden I realized that I didn't, it it came in the word of value, like more than like, um, self-love and more than any of the other buzzwords, right? It once value was brought to the table, I had a, this is your life happen. And Mm -hmm. all the spaces and places that I didn't value myself. And then in turn, I wasn't attracting people into my life that valued me being lovers or friends, um, waiting tables for over 20 years, I wasn't in a position where I was even being shown value. Um, I feel like what I was giving as value as a server and what was being reflected back to me in the form of a tip, in the form of a comment. And it wasn't all the time, but when it was reflected back, especially when I'd go above and beyond, it would get me so deeply. And I feel in growing up in my family structure, I, my voice wasn't really heard. Um, My opinion wasn't valid. And Mm -hmm. I just stayed really mute in the corner in a sense. Um, So what, and then in relationships, I could have a big roaring voice when I go out into the world, right? My voice carries, it's loud. I'm not afraid to use it when, let's say, at a job, if I need to speak up for the team or um, in different areas, or if like like, the same out and there's like a confrontation with someone on the street, I'm not afraid to step up. But when it would be in like a romantic relationship or really close friendships, I couldn't use my voice. And I really became a doormat to things or let things slide and I didn't know my value how that was shown to me externally is actually and it's funny that this is coming up today because I actually in the last episode I just did I said I'm going to speak about this but I'm not sure when I want some things to um, be played out first before I speak about my journey this past year this past year was one of the hardest years of my entire life in the sense that I lost all my money I couldn't make money for the life of me. My abundance course clearly didn't go anywhere. Um, It's on the back burner, but it was weird that even money that was supposed to come in 
all of a sudden it would be blocked. And like, let's say for instance, in August, I did, I engineered a voiceover job, this big job for this lady. And the, the clients kept putting the money off that I just got paid last week. Wow. So in like, in everywhere, I would even, I was like, even though I quit the restaurant world, I'm like, okay, I need to like go back out. And I think I need to go back to that job just to get money to pay my life. And those wouldn't work out. Everything was taken away from me. Everything. I mean, I went into credit card debt. I mean, when I tell you like everything was taken away, it would be, I would be at the grocery store and my card wouldn't work. And at that exact moment, I couldn't pay for food. I had neighbors like giving me food, right? Everything was like very much. And I would do my sound bath. So I'd have little bits of money coming in here and there, but the way I was would make money, it it flatlined. It completely got cut off. I was up for voiceover jobs. I was being held for a $15,000 job. It didn't land. Like yeah. when I'm telling you, and, and that's when I look at it, I look at it that there's two things. Spirit took money away because I correlated since I was little. I'm going to go to LA. I'm going to make money I'm going to become so successful and have all the money that then I can be loved. I won't be loved if I don't have money. The other thing I feel this year that spirit took all of that away from me. So I couldn't distract myself that I had to sit at home and face all of it. And I feel like I'm towards the end of this lesson, but I'm open to getting cleaning up whatever needs to continue to clean up. So I can now in this new Sarah 2.0 come in and really be able to give my gifts to the world because I have a lot to say and I have a lot to do. And I've been either when I was felt like I was stuck in the restaurant industry or then during COVID and then now stuck at home, I haven't fully been able to I feel like people, you guys probably know me like the most because of the way our group is set up, but I feel like people don't know who I am yet. And I'm ready to blow it out to the world. Totally. Totally. Let's, so just a second ago, you were saying the restaurant business, the, this, can you just go back, put, put your hands right here? Just, and I just want you to slow this down and just. What is this? Like if you were just to feel, you, you mentioned this, like this, 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 this. Like if you just kind of slow this down. I'm just curious, what is this doing? It's like, it's putting me in an energetic jail. Okay. That's what I felt like I was in, like I was in jail. Okay. And I so couldn't break out of this container, this, no matter what I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, so stay with this here, this, mm-hmm. and just slow it down. This is the breaking out. What is this for you when you slow it down? What, what do you feel? To be honest, it feels a lot like it actually can be moved. Okay. Like I feel like I can, this chunk of energy, uh-huh. like I can um, peel it away more being okay, so, slower so the peeling away how does how does the peeling away want to look or feel what is the like 
with, if with your hands, literally, like where, yeah. how does it, how does it look? It's like the opening of, it's really thick. The energy is yeah. like, is a couple feet, like really okay. dense. But what you're showing me is my, when I do the rapid movement, it was intensifying that barrier, then slowing it down. It becomes like, um, right before jello. So it's thick and gooey, but now it's malleable. Now it's malleable. Now I can part the sea in a sense right Beautiful. Yep. and start rolling it off because it's not frantic energy that's going yeah. at a frantic pace so let's Where? just do a little bit of that today even if it feels mm-hmm. silly you can leave your eyes open or closed and just actually experience the right before jello just take all the time Noticing the shape, the texture, the temperature. And we're going to give this jello, almost jello, a voice today, the space. It's really powerful. That was some thick energy. I have it moved to my sides now. A lotus flower mm-hmm. started coming out of the heart. So beautiful. Um, and the energy said it was protection. Okay, beautiful. So let's acknowledge protection is here. Thank you, protection. You're seen. You're acknowledged. We've noticed that you're a bit to the side now, but you're here and present. And Sarah, how does it feel to uh, speak as protection, to offer it a voice through your channel? I'm not sure. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. We're just going to sit with the not sureness because there is no have to, okay? Okay. Let's just take our time. Mm-hmm. Take your time in the not sureness. And the not sureness is beautiful. So it gets mm-hmm. to be a sacred yes or a secret no, sacred no, and they're both equally valued. Okay, so let's just take a little time here and just slow it down even more. My child self is coming through. Beautiful. She is saying she is responsible for the protection. Okay. Can we, can, are you comfortable to let her speak through you? Mm-hmm. Okay. In the first person and just okay. allow her to just have a voice in all the space. If, if you feel comfortable with that. Yeah. I'm responsible for the protection because I had to form this energetic barrier when I was really young because I felt unsafe in this world. I felt like I wasn't being protected or seen. I'm really good with energy. So I created a really thick 
almost jello rubbery barrier so that no matter what through life, nothing could get in or penetrate this energetic barrier so that I would always be safe no matter where I went or who I was around or what was happening. See so your own intelligence, little little Sarah, is that okay? Or does she have a name that she likes? I can call her little Sarah is fine. Little Sarah, okay. Yeah. So little Sarah, your intelligence, your energetic sensitivity created this protection mm -hmm. because you're so smart. And you did it to keep yourself safe and yourself protected and yourself seen inside of it so you could see you mm -hmm. but you wouldn't and, be hurt yes and yeah. also she's saying well i'm saying as her <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. is that i forgot to take it down I forgot that it would be okay, or I didn't know that it would be okay when I was older that it could actually come down. What a powerful realization. Yeah. Yeah. So, so little Sarah, does it feel safe today to take it down knowing there's no rush? Yeah. Sh I, little Sarah, mm -hmm. am looking at older Sarah's like my mom mm -hmm. and that I didn't know I could trust my mom that we could take it down. Okay. Okay. And then it was just kind of forgotten because it just, it was the norm. Right. It was the norm, right? Mm -hmm. When something becomes the norm for so long, we can almost lose sight of its existence. Absolutely. And I'm hearing today, can you talk more about the, before I say what I'm hearing, I want to hear if you would share more about the trust piece with Sarah as mom. Sarah as mom made decisions throughout her adult life that didn't pan out properly. And so Sarah as mom felt like she couldn't be trusted to really make decisions or could be responsible for her path because she, because of past mistakes, she wasn't capable of doing that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we didn't trust her fully. Yeah. In because the of past, poor decisions. You, yeah, because of poor decisions in the past, mm -hmm. you haven't fully trusted her. Yeah. And do you feel a shift in that? And whether you do or don't, there's, there's no, there's mm -hmm. truly no right, wrong. There's no agenda here. We're just exploring and being curious. The shift has started. Um, I would say just finally towards the end of last year. And I was really feeling it sometime between Christmas and new years that something like that story is ending like we're yeah. coming to a completion yeah yeah because things are starting to roll out to see like oh they looked like bad decisions or they were painful or they didn't plan out right but the 
the through line stories are being shown that they were all on purpose, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's all okay. Yeah, that's beautiful. And so if we were to just continue this dialogue with little Sarah, is there anything she needs from mom, Sarah, to continue to reinforce, or I love as Lulu says, scaffold? provide some scaffolding around little Sarah. So perhaps the scaffolding can begin to replace the protection. Protection. Mm -hmm. um, there any little Sarah, I would like help with that. I would like mm -hmm. some tools or guidance on what that looks like. Yeah. You, you're, and you're saying that as little Sarah? Mm-hmm. For mom, Sarah. For mom, mom Sarah. Sarah agrees. The, mom, we, we're all in agreement here. <laughs> you're all in agreement that mom wants some tools. Mm -hmm. Okay, some tools on supporting little Sarah. Mm -hmm. So mom needs some parenting tools. Yeah. And being mom's a new mom, been doing it all by herself for a very yes, long time. Yes, she's a single mom. She's she, a single mom. She's a single mom raising this beautiful yes. star seed child herself. Yeah. Right? You know, it's yeah. been sink or swim since I, yes. since I came into adulthood and, you know, we've been sinking and we've been swimming. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 You really have. And you've been doing such a good job. So I um, want to reiterate if this sounds, sounds right. If protection has been in place, a sort of um, surrogate parent. Mm-hmm that has been keeping a measure of safety around little Sarah that she created mm -hmm. so brilliantly because she didn't want to be hurt and she wasn't safe. She was not safe and she was not seen. And so she brilliantly constructed something with her own inner little child medicine wisdom Mm -hmm. of like I know how I can be seen and safe yeah but then because it became so integrated it forgot to be taken down yes. it was forgotten to be taken down you know what else um, was just shown to me yes it's because please. it's a energetic jello almost jello so it's it's has some it's not opaque that the, there's the distortion then. So the distortion uh, oh. that people can't see, aren't fully seeing because it's you, when it's like that thick, you can see through it, but you can't get the full details, wow. right? Brilliant, brilliant, yes. So people so seeing the, in and seeing out, there's right. a distortion. So if you think about it, then the reflection back, that's why the reflection back wouldn't be the organic reflection or that it would be a distorted reflection. Brilliant. Wow. Holy shit. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. That's so wow. Because when I was, when that value piece came up, I was literally like, I actually called Amma and I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to walk through this. And it was like, a, right. And I'm like, cause I couldn't get at that moment. I'm like, how if little me, right. 
is giving all this stuff. And since I was itty bitty being reflected back, like my brother kicked my ass every day when I was little, right? So I'm giving love or just being this human and he's two years older and he didn't know. And he was just doing what boys do, I guess. I want to reframe that with parents and their children that boys can't just be boys because that was abusive. And my mom and I've now talked about it. I, you know, but so that in my mind, I'm being reflected back that I'm, whatever played out you know we will just say that I'm shit or I'm nothing we'll just use that terminology just for the sake of this moment and then like I said if we take it to being in the restaurant industry for the majority of my adult life and you're giving out and you're reflecting back and then I'm attracting in romantic partners that I'm giving out and I was like it was just such a like I'm not understanding like if people are, you know, are mirror or like certain spiritual terminology, like there are mirrors or they're like, and like, this doesn't make sense because I'm not giving what I'm getting back. Right. But it makes sense if there's a distortion because I'm not really giving me then I'm giving a, a distorted me Yes. energetically. So I'm getting back a distorted feedback. Yeah. yeah. That makes so much sense. And you're getting, you're getting back the um, feedback of your own protection. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel good, right? It's not it right. It's a wrong, it's not right? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel good because it's not true. Mm-hmm. And, and thank you, protection. Mm-hmm. Thank you because it's, thank you. Thank you. We really, really get to honor protection. When there's this whole thing like, oh, I'm gonna de-armor my heart, you know, this de-armoring process. De-armoring feels terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it can. Um, I think about like, um, you know, when like getting intense body work, right. Or, um, I did like, um, Heller or like Rolfing Mm -hmm. when, when a practitioner will start working on the fascia of the tissue, just the, like, you know, that, that, you know, it just makes, it it is so painful. My eyes cross. It'll be like her eyes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. But that's, that's the, the protection. And when we start working through the protection, which you, you, you started doing so beautifully today, you know, it's, um, it takes time and we get to go really slow and in such a sophisticated way, you are able to see by going slower, just slowing down that you could, you literally can see, feel, taste, touch, experience your own energy and how it's working. Yeah. And, and you're, you're so powerful, Sarah, that you're able to do it very quickly and process it very quickly and make the connective associative or the, sorry, the the connective leaps, right? The associative leaps, right? Mm -hmm. And how brilliant little Sarah and big Sarah are like, we need some parenting tools. Yeah. And I'm a new mom. I really understand, you know, parenting tools are really helpful. 
they're yeah. really helpful. And um, there are um, two tools that are kind of coming to the surface to share with you, if, if that's okay. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Please. <laughs> um, one of them is, um, uh, and actually, you know, Lulu and yeah. Karen Scott, yeah. yeah. She, she does a somatic healing. Mm-hmm. And I think somatic healing, um, and I, uh, I work with her and somatic has been, uh, a part of my process throughout, throughout my journey. It's, you know, I'll just share one story. I actually started seeing a somatic practitioner because when Hargo, my husband and I first started dating, I started having this actual pain all around my mouth mm. when I would get close to him. And there was so much anger, rage, shame. And I was like, what is going on? You know, it was almost like I was having, it was just this reaction. And the more I wanted it to go away, the more it would hit me with resistance. Like the resistance would be so strong. But what I now know, or what I've learned is resistance is a lot of times a part or a, an aspect that is crying out for attention. Right. And so the more I reject it, the more it, it's, it just gets louder because it wants to be heard because all things deserve a voice, all parts of us. And here the squirrel just came back. So we'll, um, and, but that, that work is what led me to, or that, that resistance that cry out for attention to be heard, to be seen in my body is what brought me to somatic work and really seeing that trauma plays out in our physical body. Mm-hmm. And um, plays out in our energy field, mm-hmm. in our in our nervous system, which is mm-hmm. the emanation of our of our you know artwork field, our electromagnetic connection to the earth, right? Mm-hmm. And so to go directly to the nervous system um, via the body is a really intelligent, powerful way to work. And especially like someone like you who has such a powerful mind, to go to the body is is a really really powerful tool. Yeah. You know, so, um, Lulu is amazing, uh, with, with somatic healing uh-huh. and what, what I've learned within my own work, uh, as a, as a, uh, recipient of the of somatic, and then also seeing it in others as a continual slowing down. And then in the mm-hmm. slowing down, this amazing discovery unfolds like you had today. Yeah. But I, I think that could be a continual step towards supporting you and your little one in parenting, you know, and being there for each other. Yeah. And that's, that makes sense because the, this year that I was forced to slow down. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So on the outer world, I've slowed down. Now you're showing and reflecting to me. Now we need to go even deeper in that inner world, but with assistance, I'm, I'm really like, like I said, I, I'm just really seeing I'm, I'm not meant to do this work alone anymore because I've been doing it a lot of it all by myself for a really long time. And look how far you've come. Look what you've done on your own. Look how powerful you are. Yeah. But I also am like, I want to like, you know. Me a little hand. Me yeah. Little I was like, hey, you know, I just want to lay here for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Let somebody else, you know, drive or just. Mm-hmm navigate so you can well also like we have blind spots like look at that like through the work it's like I mean just in you slowing me down revealed 
even slower, right? But I've been at a slow pace and we you just took me on like, you know, negative 10 slow, like where it's like, yeah. we're just like, you know, yeah. that, and it's that so, so much was revealed in that moment. So much, so much information. In and it's so beautiful because we have all the answers inside of us. And the gift of working with a facilitator, a practitioner, is that they can simply bear witness, hold space, adjust the, um, what is it, the, not the intensity, but the, um, the speed. Mm-hmm. They can help mm-hmm. adjust the speed, you know, the controls, right? Of like, okay, yeah. faster, slower, right? Yeah. And so to, to not have to navigate all the buttons and switches and all the things when you're also a receiving recipient of healing, there's a big gift in that. There really is. Mm-hmm. There really is. And, and then as women, most of all, we need to just be heard. We, and we like, what well, I was watching this show. Um, it's, it's a funny little show. It's the magicians, right? Mm-hmm. And someone wanted to, in the show, wanted to po- apologize to someone else. And the character said something so brilliant. And she's like, women don't just want an apology they want you to reflect back to them what you did wrong so they know you understand. Yes. Like yeah. we we just want to be heard and we want who's ever, you know, that they can comprehend in the ways that, you know. I love that. The comprehension is so important. Because mm-hmm. you can apologize oh and all day long. Sure. But it it if that if that deeper and we know because we always know right we know when something's landing or just intuitively if it's being comprehended yes yes and it goes so right back to you as a child wanting to be seen Mm -hmm. right and and in the pain in general of if we even like zoom out like you're saying women in general like of the thousands of years of patriarchal suppression mm-hmm. that of course we fucking want to be seen Absolutely. of course we fucking want to be comprehended mm-hmm. and if somebody's not available to meet in that space what's the point <laughs> right yeah. thank you god bless you be on your way but right yeah and i don't want to continue and it's interesting because i was continuing that because that's all i knew that type of behavior in my relationships. And it's like, Spiro's like, this isn't who you are. Why are you continuing this like doormatty, submissive woman to continue this like horrible patriarchal behavior to be had? Like, that's not why you're on earth. That's right. might've what you've been shown when you were growing yeah. up, but that's not where yeah. you're going. So exactly. you need to like step the fuck up and speak yeah. the fuck up yeah. and start yeah like wow what I I can't wait to just even in myself in the next coming days to sit with that that piece of that distortion and allow it to continue to dissipate because that's thank you because that was such a huge breakthrough of another layer of seeing it from a different I even said that in the beginning of here didn't I I'm like we're gonna see things from a different angle or something wow that's so powerful. And, and I think you really hit the nail on the head with, with the mama tools, right? That it's, it's actually just sitting with it, mm-hmm. observing it, loving it. There, there's parts of myself that just tell me, don't even try to fix me. 
Don't even come in here with your tools. With your, your, your with tool your, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, your bullshit. I don't want any of that. Can you actually be with me? Can you yeah. be with me and not even expect me to be different? And those are places that really challenge me, right? But that also is, is sitting in your masculine, right? Because if you think a lot of men, they want to fix things. They don't yeah. want to just hold space and allow you to speak. A lot of men, I'm not going to generalize yeah. all men, but from what I've experienced and like, right. we just want, we innately want the That's man what we to said that sit we there and not be. Yes, yeah. we want to be comprehend. We want somebody to have a comprehension. So can but we look do at, that? Are you doing it to yourself? Are you are doing we it to doing, yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Are you sitting in your feminine? Are you sitting in your masculine, right? right? Or you're distorted, you're patriarchal masculine Mm -hmm. and not like the divine masculine who, you know? Yeah. And so there you go. So here's the perfect union for you is being with that part, that aspect of the protector, Mm -hmm. witnessing it as the loving masculine and letting, if we want to say this energy as as a feminine, right? It's just wanting to be seen. Yeah. Being able to be witnessed, comprehended, yeah, yeah. and giving yourself that love. And it's Mm -hmm. how we started the session today around the divine father and the mother. Mothering and fathering yourself, I think, is the request that's being asked of you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Holding yourself in that masculine structure, that loving witness, and then the feminine just wants the comprehension. Yeah. simultaneously and you don't have to do anything no. you don't have to produce anything you don't yeah. need any result what a what a thing for a capricorn tonight right <laughs> don't you do anything you know i know capricorns are like oh what <laughs> if we just give just permission think. that that is doing then the capricorn they were like, will be okay. like okay okay that works i'm doing something yeah. <laughs> so that's such a beautiful next step is exploring somatic with a guide with someone yeah. so you can yeah. deepen in receptivity and then being with this protection, being with this protective, um, almost jello essence. Yeah. yeah. And letting it, letting it be and being with it. Mm-hmm. This is something I share uh, that has, I have worked with this tool for, uh, even though parts of me don't like certain tools, I'm going to share it anyway, because part other parts do, right? And we're all yeah. a collection of so many places that I'll just share and take what works and leave the rest. Um, but I like to write with my non-dominant hand. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a lefty. So I'll, I'll okay. say um, with my left hand, my dominant, I'll say a little Alice, how you doing today? My notebook. And then my, my non-dominant, my right hand, she just gets to write. She just gets to speak. I love that. And some of the, um, you know, a lot of times what she'll tell me is, uh, I want to be in nature. (laughs) I want to water the plants. I want delicious nourishing food, you know? And then sometimes she just needs to go on a rant and I just let her say anything, do anything, be anything. Mm -hmm. And um, then I, I comfort, I affirm, I see her with my dominant hand. And then um, the next step is then just taking her direction right? Letting the child lead. I love that going. That's really beautiful. It's changed my life. I mean, it, it really, it's the, it's a way right in for me, for the inner child mm-hmm. is to put pen to paper. Yeah. And, and then the, a lot and of having things. it be separate, right? So yes. it's not allowing that 
because it'll even look different. So it's even visually different. Exactly. And you can really, I mean, it's incredible. And a lot of times um, it's amazing because you'll, you'll think I can't read that. Um, I did a, a really powerful uh, several years of inner child work. And this is what we did in the work. And people would share, you know, from their inner child. And the first thing almost everybody would say is I can't read this. Oh. And the therapist, she's amazing. Dr. Erlene Drake, she would say, stay with it. Take your time, slow down. Yeah. And it didn't matter if it took 30 minutes, right? Stay with that one piece of paper and read what this child has to say. And then everyone's like, oh, oh, okay. This is what I meant. You know, it's incredible. So once you do the work, you can bring it to your somatic therapist or to your coach or guide, whoever it is you choose to work with. Um, And that can be always more than, you know, one person too, right? Or even a deep trusted uh, friend. But I, I, I encourage the work to then be read out loud. Okay. With a witness, not With just witness. even out loud, loud mm-hmm. by yourself. And if you're at home yeah. by yourself, of course, read it out loud, right. you know, or to Maley, I can read it. Or to Maley. <laughs> Maley can be the, just the perfect witness. To, yeah. 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 Read it to Maley, friend, uh, somatic guide, you know, um, and then that way you can really, your deepest inner child gets to be witnessed. And that is that, that is the reparenting. The thing that we need the most, right, is her to be seen and her to know she's safe. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, I think this was a great first episode <laughs> of our series. <laughs> of our mini series. We nailed it. We nailed it. You nailed you it. You are so powerful and you are such a beautiful soul. I'm so happy to know you on this oh, earth, on this lifetime. And I'm so you. glad we showed up for our divine appointments in our <laughs> re-meeting in these bodies. And Thank you for coming on here with me. Oh, it's such an honor. And sharing your gifts with me. This is mm. what I love to do. I love witnessing people's gifts. And since I was young, it's like, what do you want to be? Go for it. It's just like the cheerleader for people's dreams. Yes, you really yeah. do that. And you are such a powerful medicine woman. You're such a powerful healer. I'm stepping in more and more, the cleaner and cleaner I get my vessel the more it comes in you know amazing the world needs it yeah that was the instant shift for me it was when spirit was like you need to quit drinking and you need to step into into the energy work especially with the bowls and drinking wasn't even a second thought I didn't need a step in in that sense for I mean I think I like we all need the stuff in the different ways but to get off of that it was just like and then it just came right in yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I didn't even like, it wasn't even, I could be in a party and people could be drinking. It wasn't even a second right. thought. And there were times in my life, like I didn't know if I could quit drinking, even if I got pregnant, like I was just so I deep know. entrenched into that. Yeah. Inner it was the addiction was actually removed. And I I've experienced that with cigarette smoking mm. where after I had stopped drinking, I prayed for health. I prayed for health. I mean, just on my hands and knees in a kundalini in my kundalini yoga teacher training and the obsession and addiction to cigarettes was removed from me wow. and I haven't had a cigarette since well some days I'm like ooh, cigarette might you know it'll like kind of come in but like I haven't had a puff or a drag in over 13 years and I know that that I mean that just radical you just lift out of the frequency and the obsession yeah. the addiction is removed 
and you have no desire to go back. Like I have it with red wine sometimes. Like I'll watch a show and they'll be like in France or Italy. And I'm like, sure. or like, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. I watched was watching Chef's Table and they have like the Michelin star restaurants and they're having this awesome spread. And then like, you know, the like, ooh, I could do a red wine. But what's funny is with the cigarettes, because that lifted from me too years ago, I was in the Maldives. Um, with my ex in an over the water bungalow and we get there and there's these two lawn chairs with this table with an ashtray and he was a smoker and I was like oh my gosh I need a cigarette because look at I could just sit here there's an ashtray looking out at this beautiful ocean beneath my feet it's just like beyond paradise right like paradise doesn't even like describe the Maldives and I was like Cody give me a cigarette and he gives me a cigarette and I take one puff. I'm like, this is absolutely disgusting and just ruined my fantasy. Right? Ruined my whole fantasy. So even if you would have that sometimes, fantasy. you're like, oh, you know, it comes in. If you were to actually do it, you'd be like, this tastes this like, is... like nasty dirt. Na-, you know, it, it'll, it'll wow. burst that bubble. Like, wow. That's amazing. Really that's quickly. Amazing. So really quickly. Thank really you for quickly. that. <laughs> yeah. So even if you're slightly tempted, trust me, if you actually act on it, you won't even it won't even be a problem like like you'd be like that was the worst idea that was the worst idea right and sometimes you're like I'm just gonna keep it in the fantasy in here because it's actually just better yeah exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. right sometimes yeah. we do we just have to keep it in that fantasy world and bring yeah. it into the actual existence is like it's wow. not as yeah I heard this saying and when I first got sober and I was like oh my god talk about like it just was like one of those ding, ding, ding moments. Like when you were at agape, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, that's why I came. I was at this meeting and I'm like, it's kind of late at night and I'm like newly sober. And then I heard this guy say something 13 years later. I'm like, but I did the same thing. I'm like, that's why I came. And he said, you know, romanticizing a drink or like a cigarette, like he goes, it's, it's really what it is, is it's the shiny mirage of a fevered mind. And I was like, that's it. It's a mirage. Yeah. you know, of this fever, right. Of like trying to, you know, and I was like, oh my God, that just nailed it. That's, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So true. So true. I'm going to oh. tell you this one thing. And then I know we're yeah. coming up to time and you need to, yeah. um, cause I heard the babes in the background. Yeah. The babe oh, yeah. Is, is home. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was listening to the other day, Kyle Cease on YouTube, mm-hmm. his it's, I don't know the exact name of this, of this video, but it was talking about 2023. It's in 2023 is in the title of this one. So it's a newer video. And he was sharing about how he was doing this detox and what he like had to stop because of the holidays, I think. And then he was like going back on it, but some really beautiful information came through about how, if you're doing a cleanse or a detox, or let's say you're quitting something, I'm going to quit coffee for a month, right? That you've already changed so much in that process that picking that thing back up on the other side you're actually keeping yourself in your past vibration, then allowing on the other side to see what's available with you by continuing not to have that thing. So like even after a a detox or something like, oh, I can't wait to have that donut again. Well, now you're bringing yourself back to the vibration before the detox. Before you even went through the work. So why did you do that? Why don't you just keep going after and see where it wants to lead you. When I quit drinking, I said for a year, I said, I'm going to quit drinking for one year because I would try to do months here and there. And it didn't work, especially I was working in restaurants. 
because if you gave me a bottle of Barolo, I'm like, forget it. It's like my forget favorite it. wine on right. Probably not anymore because I probably tasted like this is shit, but yeah. <laughs> back what I was drinking. Um, but what was interesting is once the year mark came up, I wanted to keep going. It wasn't, and it wasn't even a, it wasn't even like, we'll do it. It wasn't even, I didn't have to have the conversation, but then now to come to three years to see what has been on the other side of this is invaluable and what has started to peel away. And these pieces that I can now, wow, I probably couldn't have just seen that energetic distortion, you know, four years ago, if we had this conversation, because I was just so deep in that other energy. Yeah. That's such a powerful realization. Wow. Yeah. So that was just such great information that if you're going to keep going on something, keep going don't call that x at the end of it or don't go back to an old friendship group or situation what wants if it was toxic right or if you're moving on from things what is for you on the other side what world is waiting for you to expand into i love that and that actually just kind of ties up the whole show what we talked about the not knowing and where you're going (laughs) right you just you know open to to (laughs) where you're being guided yes so thank you Thank you. I can't wait to do this again with you. Thank you, Sarah. I I can't wait to come visit you because you're Uh, not too far from my brother's house. I think it's like, I know like an hour and a half or an hour ish. Shiloh came down there and visited me um, when I was there. Oh, amazing. A little while ago. And I think her drive was like an hour and a half. So I definitely going to come out and plan to have more time and then steal one of his cars and Cause I've never been to Austin. So I, I would love that. Check it out and see. And um, yeah. And Hargo and I were um, wanting to take a trip. I went to, cause I'm from Texas, you know, so I went to San Antonio as a, as a girl, uh-huh. but I would love to take them to the river walk and, and go back there now. So yes. Boudreaux's. Do you know Boudreaux's the best no. guacamole ever? No, but I want to go table side. Okay. Table That's side. the best. It's literally this, the best. This little cheetah is, is going wild. Yeah. I need to all switch right. back to mom mode great Perfect i love time. you and sarah we'll i love soon. you and thank, thank you so you. much for this time yes enjoy your day you too bye, bye.